people to another episode of Crossplay, uh, where we get together and talk about all the video game goodness we can handle each and every week right here on the whatnots.com. It is Tuesday, April 28th, 2020, and this is episode 23. Coming up on today's show, uh, we're going to be talking about the Nintendo hacks that happened this past week, uh, as well as PAX West is supposedly still happening, uh, as well as some news on Horizon Zero Dawn 2. We're going to be talking about all of that and more, and since we're recording on a Tuesday, you might hear some things that overlap between this week and next week as well, including uh, the new release dates for The Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima. But we will get to that shortly. Until then, my name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined, as always, by Ignacio Rojas. Hey. What's going on, man? Oh, a lot today, a lot. I'm so tired. Busy day? Yeah. Busy day. I've been out out for... I've been non-stop for now like five, six hours, even more. We were yeah. supposed to record, start recording an hour ago, and more stuff keeps coming up. It's all good. We're here now. Yep. Which is all that matters. Um, My week has been... Okay, okay. It 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 just felt like a yeah. normal week, for the most part. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah, I, I am. I think finally fed up enough with my computer, the one that we are recording yeah. on right now. Uh, and I think I am going to dive in and try and build a PC. Ooh, building. Yeah, yeah. Well, I posted in a discord server that i'm on uh and i was like hey guys i think i'm in the market for a pc maybe to build one maybe <laughs> um and then I I I, 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 I I i i had said like i would kind of prefer not to build one because i think i need one fast um but I don't know, and then someone reached out and was like, well, it's always better to build and probably cheaper, uh, yeah. so I can help you with that. So I was like, yes, please. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, I, I, I don't know when, I don't know how long it will take and all of that, but hopefully in the near future, I will have a new PC uh, that won't keep crashing on me uh, like my Mac does. Yeah. So, it does keep crushing. Yeah, yeah. It's well. It's the Mac that I have. It's fine. It's it's a good computer. Is it? But I'm. Or is it a bit unreliable? Well, it it's the fact that I'm doing a bunch of like video video editing and recording and live streaming. It's not really meant to do that. Like I I bought mm. their like cheapest lowest end one because uh, my thinking at the time was like oh I have a MacBook Pro laptop and it's been fine but it's like four years old now so their new computers should be bigger and stronger right and then like an idiot I didn't do any research 
and it was just like i'll take the cheap one <laughs> <laughs> yeah I so get so yeah. how many teraflops are we talking how many cores uh, how many fps's one million no um Ooh. i don't know i i don't know i think the person i'm talking to said it was going to be a beast of a machine because i was like okay mm. i do podcasts i'm gonna be doing video editing and animations and live streaming and i kind of want it to be able to do a lot of that at once mm-hmm. uh, so he was like okay we're gonna need to go with the you know x y and z and i was like i don't know what any of this means <laughs> <laughs> he was like it's gonna be a big one it's gonna be a big boy good uh Ignacio, I have yep. some exciting news. Ooh. Yeah. So I emailed you three oh, songs. Yeah. Three yeah. like musical transitions and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because we had we had been talking about that for the pa- past couple weeks. Um mm-hmm. and I sent them to you and you said they were yeah. alright. But you would like to hear them in the podcast. In context. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I didn't say they were all right. I said I like them a lot. Yeah, well, that's good. It's not like, oh, okay, whatever. It's not <gasps> like that. Kyle thinks he's so cool making his own music over here. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> Dude, I don't know how you do it. I don't know. <laughs> really. Um, so, yeah, I've made those. Here's how they're going to work, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I have them plugged into my stream deck. So when I hit the button, they will play. And... Mm-hmm. OBS will record it. We're all good to go. However, Ignacio, you won't hear them. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one thing you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I wanted. Um, it's, it's just it, it's the thing. like It's playing on my computer, and it's playing in my headphones, and I haven't figured out how to okay. enable that to go through Skype mm-hmm. and all of that at the oh, same time. Oh, yeah, because you're running different stuff. yeah yeah, yeah. so um i get it you will hear them on the mm-hmm. podcast uh i will send it to you before everyone else gets to <laughs> hear it and stuff okay uh but uh it, it will be up there so i i at least wanted to play those now so people could hear them mm-hmm. and see what they were uh so here is song number one There you go. There's that one. See, like uh, I say, I, I don't know how you do it. How do you come up with this <laughs> stuff, this music, these jingles, everything? Uh, well, lots of Mountain Dew. Yeah? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I've always been a creative type. Uh, my degree is in graphic design. Um. But I liked dipping my fingers into all sorts of creative stuff. Um, so I've made beats and music and stuff like that. Um, and so I kind of know how to do that. This most recent stuff, I wouldn't say is original, really, though. Um, okay. I'm using Garage Band. So it's just like, ooh, I like that loop. I like that loop. Add this effect. Play that backwards. Okay. okay. There you go. Bam. You know, so you're saying so. it's not that impressive. Uh, it's fun is what 
I would say. It's fun to do and make. However, I've in the past had equipment that stuff would be a lot more original. I still have that stuff. I just haven't set it up on my new computer that is now no longer new and is mm-hmm. very mad at me. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I mean, I like I've I've done the animations and stuff for all of our podcasts. Crossplay is one that will be getting one soon. I I just like okay, I need to make an animation. Let's figure it out. How do I do it? Yeah, I just go go from there. Yeah, my my mind doesn't work like that. It's way more, more of the like engineering. Yeah, structured stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the only parallel I can think of, of is every week for one of my classes, it's a programming classes, they make us develop programs to solve certain problems. So mm-hmm. I can do that. Like I feel like you know, in the same way you can come up with with this kind of stuff, this music stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kinda like the same thing. Like I I tend to look at it as a problem. It's like, okay, how do I solve this? How do I fake my way into making it seem like I know how to do this stuff? Because, fun fact, I actually don't know how to read or write music. Oh. Uh, I, I played bass guitar for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. I could play Wipeout, James Bond. Oh. That was it. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, one more time. Here is song number one. go uh, and then moving on to song number two wow last but not least song number three bam there we go nice i'm excited dude it's gonna be fun <laughs> i can tell yeah okay uh well let's dive into what we've been playing this week mm-hmm. For sure, we've played something new by now, right? Uh, well, I did, kind of. Kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, we have both still been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. Ignacio, talk to me. Where are you? Have you beaten it yet? No. What's no, up no. with it? I'm... Uh, I made sure to, to notice which chapter I'm on, and I forgot. I think I'm chapter 17, but I'm not okay. so sure. I'm at Shinra building. I just made it to the top of the elevator. Gotcha. So you did all the stuff with Ho- Ho- Hojo? With who? Have, have, have you done that, that stuff? He's the, <laughs> the scientist uh, that, that is in the Shinra building there. No, like I said, I just got to the top of the elevator. Gotcha. Okay. I'm cool. guessing that comes after the elevator because I... You might be, like, right at the start of it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cool. Well, how are you liking it? Are you liking it more? Oh, I'm still are loving you liking it. it I would say more. Dude, I, w- I would love to talk about Chapter 12. Let's chapter go for 12 it, then. Was ins- I mean... I feel like it's going to be very spoilery if we talk about it. <laughs> That's why I 
I say I want to talk about it, but I don't know if you should. Do, do, I mean, do you, do you, we, we can talk about it right now. Do you want to save it for next week? Uh, I mean, like I said, it will be spoilers. I'm fine with I, 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 either one. I've beaten it now. So I've, oh. I've, I, I have, uh, com- completed it, rolled cr- cr- credits, all of that stuff. And that's why I have kind of played something else since then. Mm. Uh, so I kind of, like, I, I was hoping I would have beaten it before last Saturday, but I mm-hmm. didn't. And I beat the game last night. Oh. So, and then I was like, you know what? I still have time. I'm going to play something else. So, if you're trying to keep spoilers from me, you're fine. No, it's not from me. It's from the podcast in general. No, okay. I, I figured you were past chapter 12. Yeah. I just want to say chapter 12 is maybe one of my favorite, I don't know, let's say chapters mm-hmm. in gaming ever. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. It's something. Um, I, yeah, I, I I got to a point in the game where I was just sitting like I was I was sitting there just like yeah, this is re- really fun. Like I'm genuinely enjoying this story, mm-hmm. um, which I was not necessarily surprised by. But it's one of those things that like I don't have the nostalgia. I've played the Midgar section of the original, um, and I think what's impressing me is just like the uh, ability to expand on that like four hour section yeah in the original game just like man that blows my mind yeah and they're actually i mean there's certain things here and there that's like okay that didn't need to be that long this is kind of strange i don't know why they need to add this thing in there but for the most part i'm sitting there like they are knocking this out of the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, today I was listening to Game Scoop, and they were mm-hmm. talking how first that the Midgard se- section is around three or four hours of the original game, and that yeah. by itself it blew my mind. And then yeah. I heard them talking about how Wedge and Ah, you're Bigs, Bigs, yeah, how and and Jesse how they weren't really a big part of the regional not at all they were kind of just there but now this game makes you feel for them makes you care for them yeah and that blows my mind that they weren't (laughs) that big of a part of the regional so that has me thinking though what -hmm. does that mean for future installments because supposedly if we let's not go there because you finished the game and I haven't and I try very hard to keep away from spoilers by the end. So I'm not going to spoil a thing. But okay, in 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 terms I, of 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 like future installments of this remake, mm-hmm. supposedly those characters were like super small, but they play mm-hmm. a much bigger role here in this one. So yeah. Do you think people are going to want to see more of them and somehow bring them into future installments? Well, I think 
having played now 28 hours, I feel like Final Fantasy VII Remake is it's almost its own thing. Like, we shouldn't really be comparing it to the original. Like, they are mm-hmm. doing their own thing, taking kind of like the original as a maybe a general blueprint, but at the end of the day, Remake it is its own thing. So I wouldn't be surprised if by, say, part two, by three, by four, they go in a widely different way, uh, deviating from the original. So, I, yeah, so it would be interesting to see what they do next, even with just part two. Um, I think, I think there was something that just came out, like, today or yesterday. Yeah. Some co- co- comments that Tetsuya, that Tetsuya Nomura said. Um, I, I don't have them here in front of me but mm. i think it was to the effect of like hey in future installments we're not really going to be changing the story that much more than like what we've oh, already done um i i don't know if that's exactly what he was saying um but mm. I, but yeah like i i like he like, I don't think it's going to be a completely different story is what he was tr- trying to get at, yeah. where it's like, oh, the, you know, the original game ended like X, Y, and Z, and we're going to end this game like <laughs> five, six, seven. You know, it's like, well, that's a completely different game, but okay. Yeah, uh, yeah no, no it it's, sounds like they'll be the same, same for the most yeah, part. No, probably it will be mostly the same i think at mm-hmm. least at least it would be as different overall as part one is different from those first three hours from the original i would yeah. expect at least that level of difference yeah good stuff yeah good oh stuff. great I, stuff. I it's i really one enjoyed of, it yeah dude right now it, it might be my game over the year. Yeah? Yeah. I I would say so too, but then again, I've really only played two games from 2020 so far. Well, so. to be honest, <laughs> not many games have come out this yeah. year of consequence. Yeah. Oh, well. Like, right now for me, it's only a, a fight between 7 Remake and Kakarot. And okay. I'm only saying 7 Remake because I know... In my heart, I would give it to Kakarot, but let's be objective. It would be probably 7 Remake. Yeah. And did the new DLC for Kakarot come out today, right? Yes, it came out today. But Are you I planning on scooping that up? Not for now. I, I'm okay. going to wait until I finish 7 Remake. I want to focus on finishing 7, and then I'll move on to the DLC. Gotcha. Sounds like a yeah. plan. Yep, it is a plan. Good stuff. Um, yeah, the one thing that I will say, or I, I guess the last thing that I will say about Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, is that the like ending sequence was really epic. I loved it. Not talk about That's all it. I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Let's no spoilers, I promise. I hear you played Blood Roots. <laughs> Do you want to talk yes. about that? 
<laughs> yes, I did. Um, so yeah, I beat Final Fantasy VII last night, and it, the night was still young. And I was like, you know, this week I should jump back into Blood Roots and finally beat that game. And I looked it up on how long t to beat, and most people playing it were on PC, um, but it was taking them like five hours total. I was like, mm. oh man, I probably took five hours, but I'm not great at the game, so <laughs> I'm maybe halfway done. And then yeah, I like did a little bit more research, and I was like halfway. Um, and so I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna spend the rest of the night playing blood roots so i did, did you i jumped back in uh i played a couple more levels with that and then was just like you know what that's good maybe when my work gets slow during the work day i'll pick up some blood roots and hack my way through the game hopefully i can beat that by saturday who knows hmm. maybe not who knows yeah it does sound seem like one of those games you can just pick up play it for 15 minutes 20 minutes yeah enjoy it and yeah. then just leave it there yeah it's one of those things like the la 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 the levels are challenging enough where they take a good amount of time but they're not long yeah so, they are they are not that big right no um so it's just a matter of like finding the right way or the right weapons to pick up and throw at the bad guys uh, and stuff like that. Um, I'm I'm having a lot of fun with that one. Um, that one's up up there, I think. For if if you just want a quick fun game that is hyper violent and you don't. We really need to pay that much attention to story because it's mostly just like, hey, smash all of these people. Go kill them mm. any way you can. It's good. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's about it for our yep. hands-on section. Uh, let's move on to housekeeping here. So if you guys did not know, uh, we have multiple podcasts here at The Whatnots. Uh, you guys can find more information out on our website, uh, which is thewhatnots.com. If you guys like what we do and want to support us, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, you guys can get access to episodes early. Uh, I think for this episode in particular, it won't be up early since we are recording on Tuesday, and I would like to get this out ASAP. Uh, but we also have a bunch of exclusive content from some of our uh, uh, other podcasts at the $3 tier. Uh, and we'd also like to give a big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. Uh, so thank you, Sam, for helping us out and helping us make all of this content. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Test run number one okay so before you do that we should include a, at least in the talk where the jingles go because i didn't know if you were going to play anything in between what you've been playing and housekeeping we can always move it around i can continue to make more uh right now i only have three of them so i was gonna do 
one at the start of mm-hmm. news, which is what we're about to get into, uh, okay. and then one for new and notable, and then one okay. for our upper runners. So, technically, no jingle should have been should have played before this, before now. Uh, correct. I mean, we okay. showed them to people, but we I have not been playing them yet. Okay. So, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll experiment which jingle we want to go with which thing. Yeah. We'll just roll with I it. I guess because since I'm not hearing it, I yeah. need to know when to not <laughs> talk so I don't talk over it. Okay. Um, let's see. Here it goes. Test run number one, then. Let's get into some news. Okay. Number one. Uh, first up on the list of news things. The full reveal of the next-gen consoles might be imminent. This is coming from Alex Avard at Games Radar, and they write, Nico Partners Senior Games Industry analyst Daniel Ahmad has suggested that the cancellation of E3 2020 has forced both both Microsoft and Sony to schedule their showcases for next-gen consoles and the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5, respectively. In a Twitter thread posted this past week, Ahmad stated that the first proper next-gen console slash games showcase is much earlier than the original week of E3 2020, which was scheduled to take place from June 9th to 11th later this year, alongside other announcements from game publishers, which were also planned to take place during the annual Games Expo over the summer. Makes sense. Makes sense to me as well. Yeah. I, I I know in his thread, he also went on to say stuff like, and there's going to be some stuff that is now much later uh, oh. than, than what we expected. But mm. something is coming soon. Yeah. I don't Did you listen to today's kind of funny games daily? I chance? actually missed it. I was working and I was in a meeting. Okay, so if I'm not mistaken, uh, what's his name? Uh, Daniel Amar actually mm-hmm. wrote into the show when they were discussing oh, okay. this news or some news regarding this. Good stuff. And Did it, he correct I them or add him. some extra? It wasn't just correcting them. He said two dates, actually. He said okay. that Microsoft would have something May 4th, if I'm not mistaken. And that Sony would have something June something. I don't remember exactly. Interesting. I think it was Daniel Amar. Okay. Um, so if, that's if that true, is the case, be, yeah, then we should be hearing from Microsoft very soon. Yeah, very soon. Because if it is indeed May 4th, that's Monday. So Monday. I... Okay. If that's I, true... If, Friday is true. I would say Friday at the latest, but I would expect like tomorrow or the next day. Yeah, because the problem with Friday is that it's Labor Day. If I'm right, that's right. That's what it's called in English. 
I don't know, let's see, Friday, May 1st would be Friday. It's not a holiday. Um, but then we have Friday off. Not okay, so then it could be Friday. We we have Friday off. Friday off. I thought you two also had. We do not. Labor Day. Uh, our Labor Day is a different weekend. I don't even know off the top of my head what weekend that typically is. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I don't keep track of holidays all that much. Okay, so um, yeah, if it's true that it, it is May 4th, yeah, then I would say Friday would be a good bet. Okay. I look forward to that. Um, yeah. If that's not true, who, who do you want to go first? Do you want Microsoft to make the first move, or do you want Sony to make the first move? I mean, the interesting thing here is that it wouldn't even be a first move. It wouldn't really right. be... Because we already know a lot of the a lot of what the consoles are. Yeah. I guess I'm thinking more of like here is the full reveal. I mean, we've seen the Series X, but we ha we don't know the price yet exactly. Yeah, that's the big for both or the exact That's the big date. thing that we don't know the exact pricing and yeah, the release date. So Going first, I think it would benefit either of them to go second. Yeah. But if, again, what I mentioned is true, and, and if I'm remembering it correctly, Microsoft would be going first, so it would, it would work uh, for, in Sony's favor in that case. Yeah. Because we did also get that news recently that it's it's looking like the PlayStation Five might be four ninety nine to five forty nine. Yeah, I think and, is how much they're thinking of. Yeah, and also remember that the news we talked about a, a couple months ago that Sony was waiting for Microsoft to do the first move. Like they they were taking their time. That is true. I I think Microsoft will be the first ones to make. Mm -hmm move that's also the ones that i kind of want to see happen um i and and again that's just me because i know that i really want the next gen xbox i'm 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 sold on the playstation but not as like immediately mm. that makes sense i'm just like yeah. i want to know more xbox stuff tell <laughs> me more xbox stuff um yeah i'm oh, sorry no, I, I, I was just going <laughs> to say uh, that I think they will make the first move. Yeah, and it would also go in line with what they've been doing lately. Like, Sony has been mostly quiet, while Microsoft has been coming out with all these announcements about the Series X. So it would go in line for them to just say everything now, soon. Whereas Sony, Very it would true. go with how they've been acting as it would go with their wait and see approach to go more in June, if not later. Right. Okay. Well, I look forward to that day happening. Yep. Um, but let's move on for now 
Number two, PAX West is still happening. This is coming from Eddie McCutch at GameSpot. And they write, The current plan is for PAX West to take place over the Labor Day weekend. Hey, Ignacio, (laughs) I know when Labor Day weekend is here in the United Uh, States. (laughs) Uh, Is to take place over the Labor Day weekend of September 4th through the 7th. Um, In a statement on its website, organizers said, Our first priority is always your safety, and that extends to issues of public to issues of public health. In the lead-up to PAX West in September, the organizers will monitor the COVID-19 situations and heed the advice of the CDC and the HWO. I mean, the... God damn it. I read them all backwards. The WHO, the WHO. Uh, The local government in Seattle and the Washington State Convention Center have already taken actions uh, that the PACs organizers said left us optimistic. Hmm. Hmm. What do you think about this one, Ignacio? I think we'll we'll have to wait and see. Because right now, I wouldn't be so sure it will happen in September. I mean, it yeah. could very well happen. I mean, I, and even if it did, how many people would actually attend it right now? That's the thing. Like, I, I don't think this is going to happen. But even if it did, it's one of those things that, like, I, I mean, I, I haven't brought it up to my boss yet. But I'm thinking of being like, hey, if our state here of Virginia opens up, I depend on public transportation to mm. go places so i don't necessarily like still feel safe um it's like can i keep working from home for this next month or something so i like i'm i'm wondering how ready or willing people will be to travel to Mm. big events like that going out to the store is one thing you know Finally being like, I just want to sit down at a restaurant. Yeah. That's one thing. But a convention? I don't know, man. Being packed with so many people from everywhere in the world. Yeah. And we already know Pax Plague is a thing. Pax yeah. p- p- Pox. Um, con Crud, I've heard it call, call, called. I've never heard that one. So it's it just this idea, like, we know people are going to get sick there. It is going yeah. to be a hotbed of that stuff. Why well, risk yeah, it? Yeah. Did... Mm. See, I, if Seattle is open by, by September, I mm-hmm. do see them throwing it, like, putting on the event. But as to if they will actually pack it or not, that's going to be have to be seen if people are willing to go or not. Yeah. Like, if, if Seattle is open, they could very well do it. I mean, they have to at least try, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know how many people would actually go. I mean, maybe you could fill a convention center with people that just don't care and just want to 
go have fun. But I wouldn't bet on it. Yeah. Who knows? I, I will. Mm. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think PAX West is maybe the next largest convention still happening. Uh, ye- still happening? We haven't. I would say yeah, yes. still happening. I, I, well, I, I don't know about uh, like Paris Games Week or what that exactly entails. Yeah, like Tokyo Game Show. I don't remember if they canceled or not. I haven't heard anything from either of those shows, so I would say not yet. But we're but, we're getting down to the wire yeah. in terms of conventions for video games to be shown at, for mm-hmm. people to get these games into people's hands and be like, "Look at what 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 we're at, what we're making. Look at this neat thing." You know, mm-hmm. is if. PAX West doesn't happen. Do you see the industry sticking with video kind of direct style um, conferences longer? Like, is is that something that will stick more? Mm, I don't think it would impact you that much either way because I don't think PAX by itself has that big of an impact on the bigger side of the industry that being said i know that a lot of indies go to these events right and that's where they showcase their stuff so i wouldn't say it would have that big of an impact on the like more triple a side of the industry yeah. but more in, on the indie side so i'm thinking of like like let's say for example uh, you and me making in in indie game, and we're like, oh man, we're so excited to show it at E3, and then E3 gets canceled, and we're like, oh well, uh, shit, let's let's make plans to go to Gamescom, and and then that doesn't happen. It's like, okay, well, Pax West is still on. Like, are are like, do we hope that if that happens, the industry will kind of go back to normal next year or Mm. will it go back to normal anyways or if all of these end up getting canceled do we just have to be like well i guess we need to make some major changes for down the road Mm. yeah i mean i don't know like say next year everything is back to normal quote unquote every convention (laughs) is going on i I do think that indies would still go to these conventions because not everyone can have an online platform where they can showcase their stuff. Like, there's only so many kind of funny showcases or IGN's Summer of... I forgot what it's called. Summer of Gaming, I believe. Yeah. So there's only so many of those online events. So I don't see, like, say, the smaller indie people that don't have say devolver as their publisher i don't see them going more towards the online side so they would still depend on the on-site in the convention stuff they would still depend on that okay so i don't know we have to wait and see yeah indeed Mm -hmm. wait and see wait and see let's move on to number three 
and talk about the March MPD numbers. Uh, this is coming from Jeff Grubb over at VentureBeat. Uh, and they write, consumers in the U.S. spent $1.597 billion on gaming hardware, new full games and accessories, plus game cards. Uh, and this <laughs> is the h- highest we've spent in gaming in March since 2008, which uh, was $1.8 billion. Huh. I wonder what happened March two thousand. That's what I was trying to think. The isn't that when the recession happened? It is, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I like, I don't remember off the top of my head what big games came out then. Let's see what did the Wii come out in March? What big? No wait, that was two thousand and six. Came out in March two thousand eight. Because the PS3, the Wii, and the 360 were already out by then. Gotcha. Maybe the DS? No, that was earlier, I think, too. Um, okay, March so weird. Why, 2000. Why March 2008? What do we got in March 2008? Oh, man. Army of Two. Oh, that makes sense. Silent Hill Origins. Warhammer something. Yakuza Kenzan. Oh. Super mm. Smash Bros. Brawl, I think? Mm. That, it, it says that could NA, be... so that I don't know what that means. North America. Uh, yeah, because it, I think oh, it had yeah. a different release on other territories. That would make sense. So that was in March. That would be a huge... Yeah, seller. that would be a huge seller, especially because it's on the Wii. Yeah, maybe exactly. it is because of that. Yeah, because right now, what do we have? Animal Crossing, which Doom. has been a hit. Doom, yeah, but it hasn't been that big of a deal, let's be honest. Oh, here we go. Number one seller, Avatar The Last Airbender, <laughs> The Burning Earth. No, that was... Bad game. <laughs> Wait. Avatar as in the the movie or a tie-in for the, the cartoon TV show? Oh. Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, because if we're talking about the tie-in game for the movie, I played that one. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, it, also it a Ratchet and Clank game. Uh, I guess one, some interesting games came out in March 2008. There you go, man. When was the recession, though? Uh, it was like end of 2008, 2009 ish. Okay. I think then it was it right been. around there. Yeah. But you get 1.59 billion with a copy of the B. That's yeah. a lot. That is a lot. A mm. lot indeed. Uh, so here I, I have the top 10 games in March. Uh, and let's see, a couple of th- these don't have the digital sales. Um, yeah, but specifically the Nintendo games. Yeah, specifically the Nintendo, Nintendo ones, and as well as Doom Eternal. But number mm-hmm. one, Animal Crossing New Horizons. So what we surprising expected. no one. It's what we feared. Yeah, <laughs> they've taken over. It's what we feared. 
<laughs> uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is was number yeah. two. Number three you was have to have one of those. Sure do. Number three was MLB The Show Twenty, which that, that one I think, I think it's... was free on PlayStation Plus, right? Like a, yes. like a month ago or so. Wasn't it last year? Or was that nineteen? No. It was last year because I remember it, it was part of that, that uh, what do you call it, state of play. So it was last gotcha. year. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, no, I number think. Number four. No, wait. Oh, going back to MLB. I think that's because of baseball season. Because since there is no baseball going on right now, people yeah. are maybe wanting something to replace that. And here's the, the game. Indeed. So I think that's why. Number four was Resident Evil 3. That Which, one did a lot better than I expected. Yes, but we have to take into account that it was only counted for, I think, two days. Only two. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, and that's amazing. Yeah, I know. Charting that high with just two days, that's pretty impressive. Wild stuff. Uh, number five was NBA 2K20. Which, again, probably has to do with the basketball Black season sports. not being on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number six, Doom Eternal. Again, this Weird is one that... So it's in number six. Yeah, I was expecting that to do better. Yeah. Uh, but we also don't know the digital sales of that one, so it could be uh, higher yeah, up there. Sure. Yeah, especially this month. Number seven, which I, to me I think is maybe the biggest surprise, Persona 5 Royal. Yep. That one I know is a great game. A lot of people love it. This is like the, here's the game with some extra content and all of that stuff. Like I was expecting this to hit with like a niche market yeah. and just be like okay for the people that really really liked that one mm -hmm. here you go but yeah my guess ten. would be Good that my guess would be that since everyone's stuck at home right now people are more willing to try new stuff yeah so or, maybe or has like hey i missed it the first time yeah that too here's here's like this one now you now i'm stuck at home you hear a lot of people talking about persona 5 and now a new one comes out True indeed. Number eight, as expected, Grand as Theft expected. Auto Five. Yeah. <laughs> so do you know why one of the reasons why it always charts? I heard once sometime that like if you buy it new, it comes with like some kind of in-game currency. Yep. And the amount you get is cheaper than what it actually costs to buy that same amount of in-game currency just by itself. Yeah, so apparently it is cheaper to buy an, uh, a new copy of Grand Theft Auto V that comes That's with so new currency that buying the currency straight up. Yeah, when I heard that one, that like broke that whole illusion of seeing Grand Theft Auto doing so well every month. It's still like just I so funny. That many people were going to play it, but no. It's just people trying to get a good deal. 
Yeah. I mean, honestly, though, I'm wondering if Rockstar has taken note of that and been just like, we can keep doing that. It gets us really yeah. good press of just like, how is this game still in here? People <laughs> love this game. Yeah, because you think by now Rockstar would would have figured out why so many copies are being sold. Yeah. So probably they know and they are happy leaving stuff as they are. Like yeah. making it cheaper to just buy a copy than selling their their in-game currency through the online store. Good for them. You know? Good for them. Good for them. Hey, it's just it's just deals. It's they are making money. <laughs> exactly. Uh number nine. Borderlands 3 and Which number 10 surprising. you think that one's surprising yeah because you don't hear many people talk about Borderlands 3 now and it came out I think November if I'm not mistaken yeah I think it was late last year or something yeah it's I mean it, it's it's a popular franchise yeah I just don't see many people talk about it. Uh, yeah. It. I don't know. Hmm. Last but not least, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe takes the number 10 spot. Good for them. Good, Good for, for them too, players. yeah. People buying Switches and Animal Crossing and Mario Kart. Good mm -hmm. stuff. And again, that one is number 10, and we don't even know the digital sales. Yeah. On on that one, man. People are buying games. Games are popular. <laughs> games are popular. Indeed. Um. Yeah. I asked my mom because we got a Switch Lite for her for Christmas this past year, and the year before I had showed her Pocket Camp, um, the animal crossing game and so i was on the phone with her this past week and i was like so did you get the new animal crossing game she's like yeah i did i love it it's great <laughs> <laughs> i was like even my mom yeah goodness gracious uh, well that's a lot of money let's move on yep to our next story though uh this is number four i don't know why i put that down as number six <laughs> <laughs> Failure on my part. Uh, so originally, we had a story that a Stadia Connect was going to be happening. Yep. Uh, but here we are on the same Tuesday that it happened. Uh, so we're just going to report on that, on all the stuff that, that happened. So here is everything that was announced during the April 2020 Stadia Connect. This is coming from Kyle Bradshaw at 9to5Google. Uh, and I pulled I out some bullet points here for mm -hmm. this one, basically. Um, so I, I did not get a chance to actually watch this. So I'm, I'm kind of reading this off of my notes here, but it's not that long. How, how so, long? Uh, might have been 20 minutes, maybe even less than that. Okay. I mean, it wasn't it's a good bad. show. Really yeah, I like that's the thing. I didn't see anyone talking about this. I saw one tweet from Nibel 
and that was it. Yeah, no, it it was it isn't worth it. It isn't worth watching. Um, but we now know that Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is available today in the Stadia store, mm-hmm. uh, as well as Get Packed, a hilarious co-op game about the best and worst moving crew that the world has ever seen. Yet uh, another game that's about moving out. Yeah, which I, I mean, there is noticed? that one that is, I think, is actually called moving out yeah no there's moving out and there's another one another game that i don't don't remember out of my out of the top of my head but yeah this is Uh, the first one that's about packing stuff and moving out yeah i mean it's it's kind of started a new genre right because we have uh overcooked we now have moving out there's this idea of like let's do some Fairly simple task, but you're terrible at this thing, and you have to coordinate with uh, 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 other people mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's 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 fun. Yeah, it's no, stuff. but it's so weird that three different developers looked at at Overcooked and thought of just hey, what if we instead of cooking we do moving out? Yeah. Uh, Ooh. also out today, Octopath Traveler. That mm-hmm. one surprised me. Um, yeah. Because that was only on the Switch, right? Until now? If I'm not mistaken, it did come to PC. Maybe it did. I yeah. think it did. If only we had a way to check. If it came nope. To there's, there's no way. <laughs> it's impossible. We cannot figure it out. At all. God help us. Yeah, no, it is on Steam. Okay. There you go. So that was also out on PC. But yeah, Octopath Traveler, that's an interesting one for Stadia to yeah. get. Uh, and then there's one that you wanted to mention. <laughs> I just wanted Rock to give a shout-out. Rock of Ages. Yeah, Rock of Ages 3. Okay. Developed by Chile's own Ace team. Coming this there June. There you go. I mean, From Rock of, of Ages. countrymen. Yeah, Rock of Ages, it is fun. I mean, it's not a game that I would play that much, but it's I, fun. It it looked ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. I've I've seen maybe a couple clips here and there, and I was just like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm gonna <laughs> let them be. It's just like yeah. oh, they, they can do their ridiculousness right there. <laughs> yeah, no, I I've only played one, Rock of okay. Ages one. So every time I see Rokovages pop up, I'm like, good for them. Like, I'm, I, I'm glad there's some Chilean game out there doing well. And it's this, like, irreverent kind of pseudo-religious comedy thing, right? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, kind of. Interesting. Okay. Mm. Good for them. Good for them. We also know that EA has finally announced its first slate of games for Stadia, including Madden Madden NFL, FIFA, and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Oh boy. Three new titles from EA. Uh, We also know... uh, Yeah, new. Um, If I'm not mistaken, Fallen Order is coming out on fall, and that's I think around a year after it came out to it came out that, everywhere else. 
that would be correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, so not like not that interesting news. Indeed. We also know that there are a couple timed exclusives first on Stadia. Um one of which is Krata, which is a platform on which to build g g games as well as play g games that uh, others have built. Krata may look and feel familiar to some as it is based on the same Unreal engine used by Fortnite. Oh, that's why it looks so familiar. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. So that it, it, it just seems like another one of those sandbox yeah. games that they were like, oh, someone's making a game called Dreams where you can make your own stuff. And they're like, we'll kind of do our own version of that. I mean, I would say it is games. way more Minecraft than anything. Like, it is my, more okay. like Minecraft, but with some, I don't know, game creation tools thrown in there. Yeah, and, and like, it's maybe a more focused sandbox uh, is what I would describe it as in the sense that, like, Minecraft is a sandbox in that you can kind of do whatever you want. Whereas this from what this is saying it sounds like it's maybe more for like hey you can make your own g -g 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 games and play other people's mm. g -g 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 games well mm, not i wouldn't say that with from what it was shown okay it was definitely more of a minecraft game where you could code some stuff they showed up where you could code stuff but it was really very much Minecraft, but with some more intricate tools, more complicated tools. Like I said, you you could code inside the game. Hmm. Wild. Thank you for that correction. Mm -hmm. uh, and then number two is Ember, a bizarre game about being a terrible firefighter. Uh, <laughs> and that one will be arriving on May 21st as Stadia's first ever early access game meaning it will not be in a finished state but instead a work in progress that's weird <laughs> i mean it's kind of fitting for stadia hey stadia don't yeah. work so here's a game that don't work <laughs> well ember it, it didn't look like a game that you would throw out on early access like, I, it is a game about you going like, kind of have some missions, but you're a firefighter and you have to go into a building and do whatever is requested from you. Like, I'll be from honest, what they show, I'm kind from, of picturing another game kind of liked, like, get packed or uh, overcooked. No, <laughs> cooked. No, this one had definitely more vibes, like, ah. Uh, it is a first-person game, and okay. they're for sure were destructible elements inside. Yeah, right now I can think of a game that it looks like. I can feel like it looks like something else, but I can't place a game to that. I gotcha. But I no, it isn't, it isn't much like the moving out games. It is more of a you go inside a building, have to... The the mission they showed was you had to go and rescue someone from inside. So they gotcha. showed you going in 
from uh, Fireman's Derek Ladder. And they showed you, I think, putting a fire. You had to break down some walls. Eventually, you find the guy and you have to carry him on your shoulder and have to find a way back. Did, what was it? Cartoony? Yeah. Because it looked cartoony. Yeah. No, it, I, it wasn't. I, I, I've not seen the trailer, so I don't really know. Um, but there you go. That's yeah. Stadia's Connect video. Uh, I, I, again, did not get a chance to watch this. I'm hoping to check it out later today. I uh, guess it's not worth That's Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Because I'm not excited about Ember. I'm not excited mm -hmm. about Krita. Uh, I'm not excited about any of the EA games. Yeah. Like that. Like for that me, leaves... at most, I'd be interested in Ember because it, it looked kind of fun. Okay. But other than that, not. not... Well, there's also that added element that I don't have access to Stadia. But if I had, yeah. that would, this wouldn't be very interesting to me. Yeah, and that's only because you're out in Chile right now. I know here yep. in the United States, you can get the free version of Stadia with like a two-month trial of Stadia mm -hmm. Pro. Uh, if you have a yeah. Gmail account, you can sign up. So, I actually tried to play Stadia here. I even signed yeah. up for the trial. But yeah, it doesn't you work. Could, you could probably do a VPN. No. I'd be like, hey, I'm in America. Did, I, no, I tried everything that would. No, interesting. That would help me appear like I'm there, but no, I'm, it's because I'm too far away from any servers that are running Stadia. So because of that, the uh. time it would take to send out the information, it's way too, way too slow because I'm so far. I gotcha. That makes sense. Mm. Let's move on to number five start talking about these Nintendo hacks. Uh, Nintendo confirms a bunch of account hacks, and they have disabled the Nintendo Network ID logins. This is coming from Joe Scrubbles at IGN, who writes, Nintendo has confirmed that hackers have been accessing Nintendo accounts and pinned the problem down to a Nintendo Network ID login method. In a post on its Japanese website, Nintendo says that the hackers were able to access user and password data for uh, Nintendo Network IDs, then use that information to log into Nintendo accounts and potentially make unauthorized purchases. The company estimates around 160,000 Nintendo Network IDs have been potentially affected. That's a big hack. Oh, yeah. It's not a PlayStation Network hack <laughs> set size. Nothing but this is still big. big. Yeah. This is big yeah. stuff. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think in the article they mentioned that this was mainly for like 3DSs and Wii U's. Yes. That would make it sense says, because I don't think the Switch has access to mining. What was it, my yeah. Nintendo? What was it? It says yeah. right here, uh, N N 
IDs are an older form of login for Nintendo yep. services created for 3DS and Wii U. The Switch uses newer Nintendo accounts, but legacy NNIDs can be used to log in. So there you go. If you had a 3DS or a Wii U, you may have created one of these. Potentially, your account could have been hacked. Change your password. Dude, I'm doing that right now. Yeah, I, I, I think if you had one of these, they got rid of those passwords and stuff like that. So they, they're forcing you to use the newer Switch Nintendo account stuff. Yeah. But be on the lookout for that stuff because it can happen to any one of us. Yeah, I'm doing it right now. Setting up two-step verification. I don't know if I've had many things in my life hacked. Mm-hmm. I get spam on an old no. email ac- account. Uh, I've, I well, all right. So my Skype has been hacked, and it was a long time ago. And mm-hmm. when I noticed, I updated my like Skype status to "I've been hacked." Oh, so that's the story behind that. And I just left it there, and I haven't changed it in, like, a decade. (laughs) No, I see it every time you call me. Yeah, it's like, I've been hacked. (laughs) (laughs) Each time is like, oh, man, he's been hacked. I wonder if this is really Kyle calling me. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I've only been hacked once, and it happened to me on my PSN account. Oh, man. So... Yeah, what happened that time was was that, that in, I... in the big PSN hack? Oh thing? no, no, no! It was one random day. Okay. So one day I realized that my account had some. I had money in my account and it was missing my PSN wallet. I realized it, it had gone missing, and apparently someone got into my account and spent it on FIFA currency, if I'm not mistaken. So I contacted the Sony support and and I they were actually very helpful. They even got me my money back and they helped me change my password and after that I established two step verification. But yeah. Yeah, I'm like I don't know much about this hack. I don't think I can really analyze it in the sense like, well, here's what Nintendo did wrong and blah, 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 blah. But I I see so many things Nintendo do and then things go wrong and it's just like their internet is a bit behind. Their accounts are using old passwords and stuff to log in it just it seems like nintendo is despite having animal crossing be the number one most selling video game in march it still seems like they're just so stubborn on certain things that they're just we're gonna do it our way and we're just gonna sit here and stay here for as long as we can it's so weird how Weird Nintendo is with online stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, Sony and Microsoft have 
been so ahead from Nintendo with regards to online stuff. Yeah. It's so weird. It's, it's, it's weird because, yeah, N- Nintendo feels so far behind. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they're still just raking in money. Yeah, because it's Mario, Nintendo magic. Because Animal Crossing. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. God, like it, it almost doesn't matter what they do. They are confident. That's like, well, we know if we put out a new Zelda, you'll buy it. No, so. yes. Um, did we have on one side Sony and Microsoft going at each other, trying to bet one up the, the other one? But then on the other side, we have Nintendo doing its own stuff, not yeah. caring about what Nintendo or Microsoft are doing. Wild. Mm-hmm. But let's move on to a little bit more PlayStation news. Number six, Horizon Zero Dawn 2 development was originally planned for PlayStation 4, but has now shifted to PlayStation 5. This is coming from Andy Robinson at VGC. Who writes, multiple sources have told VGC that Sony Interactive Entertainment has greenlit ambitious plans for the post-apocalyptic open-world franchise Horizon Zero Dawn. Initially, the game was planned for PlayStation 4. However, it's thought that development has now entirely shifted focus to Sony's next-generation console. Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is said to be gigantic in scope with a larger game world and more freedom uh, to explore it than its predecessor. People with knowledge of the game also indicated the inclusion of a co-op feature, although it's not clear if this is delivered via the main story or a separate mode. What do you think of this one, Ignacio? Because I think this is... It, it's On one hand, it's interesting, and then on the uh, other hand, I'm, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of what I expect. Yeah, no, it makes sense that it, it started as a PS4 game because Horizon Zero Dawn came out 2017, if I'm not mistaken. So it's been so, three yeah. years. So it makes sense that after releasing Horizon Zero Dawn that Guerrilla started development on the sequel not that long after. So it makes mm-hmm. sense that it was originally originally planned for the PS4 and then that it eventually shifted to PS5. And I'm interested to see there is a chance that Horizon Zero Dawn 2 will be a launch title for the PS5. Or at and least launch be, window. Yeah, at least launch window. So it, it would be interesting to see what having a game like Horizon Zero Dawn 2 at the launch would mean for the console launch. Yeah. It would be interesting to see. Especially since they're talking about how the game will be even bigger. And I expect it to take advantage of the newer technology. Especially yeah. Gorilla. Yeah. It, like it, Gorilla... It, it, I think on top of that, Sony has been being like, look at our new controller. When mm-hmm. you pull back a bow, when you press the tr- trigger button in a mm-hmm. game like Horizon Zero Dawn, it's going to feel different. Like they've yeah. been touting that game as like, this is one that will have new features, all of that stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. it makes sense. That's like PlayStation 5, 
where it's going to be at. Yeah. They, like when we were first hearing about the adapted triggers, that's one of the things Sony would say. Like, imagine mm-hmm. drawing on a bow. Now it makes sense why they would like say that specifically a bow because of yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn coming out close to launch. And it wouldn't make sense that Gorilla would have a launch title for the PS5 because they already did that for the PS4. They released Killzone Shadowfall. Correct. So after seeing what they did with Killzone Shadowfall as a launch title for the PS4 and how it took advantage of the new technology and how it looked beautiful and how it took advantage of the new controller, I'm excited to see what they will do with Horizon Zero Dawn 2 if they yeah. indeed have it as a launch title. Indeed. What do you think of this new co-op feature? Mm, it doesn't make me happy. I would rather them focus on a, just a single player. Just on single player because I'm not much of a co-op player. Mm-hmm. But... I do see some interesting potential of them doing something co-op if they go on the route or of doing something more similar to Monster Hunter World. Like, the world they build for Horizon would lend itself pretty well to doing something similar to Monster Hunter. Yeah. So that, that's... I'm, I'm of a similar mind, right? Where it's like, I don't necessarily want or need a co-op mode Mm -hmm. that's not something i'm really excited on um but having some kind of online features yeah like what you said where uh there is like a shared space or something Mm -hmm. and you see your version of the character or there is some giant thunder jaw out there and to take him down it's like okay you're gonna need to squat up with four people here we go Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take hopefully, down. if if indeed the game has a co-op element, hopefully it doesn't like connect that much to the single player. Yeah, could be exciting mm-hmm. though. We'll see what they do. Yeah, we'll that. see. The one thing I'm scared of: Horizon Zero Dawn Two is said to be gigantic in scope. <laughs> I. Don't know about you, Ignacio, mm-hmm. but I feel like video games are large enough as they are. I don't really want them to get bigger. Uh, in fact, I would be fine if they got smaller. But <laughs> I, I like I, I like the idea of more like a smaller space, but more in depth. If that if that makes sense. Yeah, well, right? Where, the quote is gigantic in scope. So there is a chance that that doesn't mean literally the map will be even bigger. I mean, it, that could mean the next thing they they write is in scope with a larger oh, game yeah. world. No, yeah, that, yeah. So, yeah, like I, I like the idea that Yakuza takes place in one city, basically, oh, yeah, I and it's like in a small space, right? Mm-hmm. I like that. I like the idea that, you know, in Yakuza 1, I can go inside a certain building and do stuff in there. Whereas Yakuza 2, that building is still there, 
but I might not necessarily need to go in for story reasons. Mm -hmm. So it's just a regular building, and yeah. instead I get to go inside a different one. Um, or even Judgment, where you're technically in the same city, but you don't interact right. in any way with stuff with the that has to do with the Chagosa games. Exactly. And like I, I like that idea. If you can expand that in the sense that what if all of the buildings you can still go in? Mm. That would be amazing. That would be sweet. I want that kind of depth, not this like, well, let's just make a bigger world. Yeah. Make the game 30 hours longer. We don't, <laughs> you know, it's like, no, I, I don't. Because they've been touting these like, oh, look how this game, look how, look how fast this game loads mm -hmm. with our new SSD. But if you continue to make these games bigger and larger, it's not going to have those load times. Mm. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I'm, I'm excited nonetheless none uh, yeah. for all of those games. But... Here is where things get a little bit weird for news for this week and next week. So because we're recording this on Tuesday, we have some things that we at least want to mention. Um, but I think we might talk about them next week as well. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe more in depth or at least uh, seems like we might have some guests ne next week. So we can get their thoughts Ooh. on these next week as well. Uh, first up, I think the big thing, PlayStation updated the release dates yeah. for The Last of Us Part 2 and Ghost of Tsushima. Ooh. The Last of Us Part 2 will be coming out on June 19th, and Ghost mm -hmm. of Tsushima will be out July 17th. Yeah, so they pushed Ghost of Tsushima and gave a new release date to The Last of Us 2. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm super happy. Yeah, about this because I think P P PlayStation made the right move, but unfortunately, as a consumer, it got it got to me. It was really disappointing to me when they were like, "Last of Us Part Two delayed indefinitely." Yeah, it, like, no. <laughs> yeah, it is weird that not that long ago they delayed The Last of Us Part Two indefinitely. So it is weird but, to see it have a release date this soon, and to it for it to be in June. Yeah, I like that. I think was the right move on Sony's part because they mm -hmm. didn't really want to say anything like, "Oh, we're delaying it a month," and then still not be able to figure it out, right? So if they just say, yeah. "Hey, we're delaying it indefinitely," then they can just update that whenever they want. Um, yeah, but it's not like that much change since then. It, not much has changed in the world. They they had said their reason for delaying was the logistics of like we want everyone to play this at the same time. We haven't figured mm -hmm. out those logistics yet because packages are not arriving as fast, right? Yeah. Um. So on one hand. I'm kind of confused. Did they solve that somehow? Yeah. On the other hand, I'm super excited because I really want this game. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
Um, and the delay ended up only being two and a half weeks. So I'm I'm wondering if Sony was in talks with uh, logistics companies, FedEx, mm-hmm. who knows what, United yeah. States Postal Service. I don't know. Um, and it, like some some did they did they work something out? That's what I would like to know. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah, but, hey, but then of course, as a result, Ghost of Sushi. Hima got pushed back a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. going to be coming out in July. Yeah, It'll be a good I mean, summer. Oh, yeah. I mean, one of the things we were talking about when the news of the delay came out was when would they place The Last of Us Part Two? Since, in theory, next year will launch probably November. Mm-hmm. It was one of our questions where where would they place it? I think June is a perfect place for The Last of Us Part 2. Last of Us Part 1, if I'm not mistaken, also came out in June. Interesting. So it, Yeah, it is. I like how Last of Us Part 1 came out on June of the last year of PS3, and now The Last of Us Part 2 will come out on June of the last year of PS4. Yep. I like that. <laughs> Oh, man. But yeah, Ghost uh, of Tsushima getting delayed. Whatever. I'm, yeah, I'm I, excited for the game. But if that means we're going to get The Last of Us on June, I'm okay waiting a month for Ghost yeah. of Tsushima. And I think the fact that it's coming a month after The Last of Us yeah. also gives us maybe a little bit more confidence in PlayStation being like, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, we actually do still plan to launch our console this mm-hmm. fall. Because well, if that, that was, was starting to plan. slip, then I think they could have put Ghosts of Tsushima yeah. back more towards the fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the original if that was the case, I, I also was... would have been like, um, yeah, that that like I I don't know if PlayStation Five is happening in the fall, like they say, yeah, if Ghosts of Tsushima is in the fall, but. Thank you, sir. But yeah, originally Ghost of Tsushima was already going to come out a month after Last of Us Part Two. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, speaking of the Last of Us, be careful out there on the internet because uh, a bunch of plot points and stuff like that, uh, new videos of the Last of Us Part Two have leaked out online i have done my best to avoid them mm-hmm. though i haven't really seen them so i thankfully i have not been spoiled but be careful yep out thankfully there. i haven't been spoiled either mm-hmm. uh last but not least for news stuff i at least wanted to mention the travis scott uh concert thing on Fortnite. apparently it had over 27.7 million unique players in game that participated live 45.8 million times across five events. Wait, what? I'll be honest, I don't even really know what all of that means exactly. <laughs> but did, did, did you see clips of this thing? No. Uh, I mean, no? I knew it was happening, but... I'm not interested in Travis Scott. 
be honest. To be honest, neither am I. I have no idea who he is. I made a tweet that was like, you remember that rapper, Mike Jones? And the whole thing with that was like, Mike Jones. He's like, who? Mike Jones, who? It's like, yeah, that's me with Travis Scott. Uh, oh, that's there. I was like, I feel old. But um, yeah, he had some like in-game concert, released a new song or like a new EP or, or something. Um, and the, the clips that I saw were wild. It looked so cool. And apparently it was a big hit. Yeah. But that's all I know for right now. So, there you go. Ignacio, oh. let's move on to new and notable. There we go. Uh, okay, first up, Pac-Man Championship Edition DX2 is free on PlayStation Network, Xbox, and Steam. Go check I it out. I think it's still free. Though I'm so. not sure because this news was meant for Saturday. True indeed. Hopefully it's still up. Uh, if you missed it, you missed it. If it's still up there, grab it. Because uh, you never know when you want to play some Pac-Man. Yeah, I grabbed it. Just or, because or I don't know when like, I want to play Pac-Man. Yeah, or if you're like babysitting someone or you're with your parents and you're just like, hey, remember Pac-Man? Be like, I remember Pac-Man. I was there the day it came out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now you can have uh, Pac-Man, but with yeah, more colors. Exactly. Pac-Man on uh, LSD. <laughs> that's wild, that's man. what it is. That'd be wild. Okay, uh, next up, Super Mario Maker 2 got its final update, adding a world maker, frog suit, Goomba mask and more. Did uh, did 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 you see this this uh, update? Yes, and the most interesting part of it is that they apparently released items that are from Super Mario Bros. Two. So what it, it, is interesting is that interesting? they released items, but they didn't add the like the theme itself. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so it's it's only those small things like, hey, maybe we were at one point working on this, and then yeah, from what I've heard, they were planning on making a theme for Super Mario Bros. Two, but apparently uh, okay. they ended up scrapping all of that and just including the items. Which yeah, if you played Mario Maker Two, maybe you've realized that when you're creating a a stage. You have the options of the regular themes, and then there is another, like another section, that is like. I'm paraphrasing here, but it's like extra themes or other themes. Okay. And gotcha. there's only one of those, which is Super Mario Bros. Three, Super Mario 3D World. Weird. So it is weird that that's the only other, other theme, and there is a, actually there is a space that would. Lead you to believe that they there was a plan to actually have another one, yeah. But it is weird that that's since we know that this is the last big update, that's going to be the only like other theme included in the game. It's wild to me. So I I 
I don't have this game. I'm not really in interested, but it's been really fascinating for me to hear people like Patrick Klepek talk mm -hmm. about their relationship with the g g game and just the fact that they they really love it and they love some of the things that they've done but then on the flip side of that of just like how much nintendo has just straight up dropped the ball on yes. this game um and the, and the fact that out of nowhere they're just like okay final update it's like wait what mm -hmm. yeah That's it, it does kind of it does kind of feel like nintendo like at some point stopped caring about mario maker 2 interesting so yeah i mean it is nice that now they finally added a world maker that's mm -hmm. one feature that people had wanted since the beginning it is kind of yeah. odd that it wasn't there at the start but hey at least it's there now and i've seen a lot of people actually starting to go back into mario maker 2 because of the world maker yeah because that would be neat to like if if a certain creator out there has really good levels he can then package them together and be like okay here's the like the mario game that i i i, I that i made yep and that and that's neat like i i love that idea that i can play like okay i'm gonna go play ignacio's version of mario oh you wouldn't that want is. that <laughs> It would just be a Goomba there, and then the the pole, <laughs> just a single Goomba. <laughs> yeah, maybe a spike there, just in case. There you go, uh, Ignacio. I am actually going to pass this next new and notable on to you because I think sure uh, you would be pretty excited to announce this one. So apparently, Yakuza Kiwami is coming. Or it's actually now on Game Pass, which is there you go. great. I mean, Yakuza yeah. Kiwami is a great game. And I, I highly fantastic. recommend people play it. Yeah. That's the only one that I've played so far. Kyle. Still Kyle. want to play more. You should play more. Oh, I know. I Come need on. to. There's so many games. Ah, see, you have to play so Zero. Play Zero. Yeah. Uh, I do have to play Zero. Um, but I, yeah, I, I started with Yakuza Kiwami, which is a remake of the original Yakuza yep. game. Mm -hmm. Uh, so if you have not played Zero and you are looking mm -hmm. to start, this is also a good entry point. Yeah, Kiwa Kiwami 1 is a remake in the style of Zero, whereas Kiwami 2 is more of a remake done in the style of six would which which would be a current gen game interesting so yeah kiwami one kind of feels like a ps3 game but still i think the story is great enough and the gameplay itself is fun enough that it doesn't really matter i okay. do recommend people play kiwami good stuff go play yakuza yeah go play it's fun it's a great series really indeed uh, and last but not least, Ignacio, let's move on to our upper runners. There we go. First up upper on our upper runners. A little bit old news now, but Jason Schreier 
announced that he will be joining Bloomberg. Yeah. Um, that's an int- interesting one. That kind of came out of left field for me. Yeah. Yeah, but Bloomberg isn't really one of the sites that I would see a games journalist of that caliber going to. Yeah, uh, he has a new podcast uh, called Triple Click, which you guys can go check out. Uh, new episodes come out every Thursday. Uh, I, I've enjoyed their podcast on Kotaku Split Screen, um, so I will be following them to Triple Click click but i know he talks about it more there uh i know he did an interview with kind of funny on we have cool friends he was also on min max you guys listen to that show as well um also i'd like to point out that it it is interesting that right before schreier joined bloomberg bloomberg had that whole story of sony maybe delaying the release yeah so we've we've pulled a couple stories from Bloomberg and it's usually more tech business yeah. side of stuff. So it is interesting that right before Trier joins, they have this whole game journalist, like this big story right before uh, she comes. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put, who's the guy that wrote that one? I think it was no, uh, Takashi It has nothing Shizuki. to do with it. It has nothing to do with it. Yeah, I but. just find it interesting that right before Shrier comes in and it's like, hey, we have to, if we're going to have Shrier here, let's start doing stuff. Or not yeah, start doing something. Do stuff. Yeah, he's he's been following PlayStation, uh, the Takashi guy. I think that's his name. I don't remember what his last name is, but he he usually does a lot. Yeah, he does a lot of like PlayStation business xbox business yeah but you stuff, i think you don't usually go to bloomberg for this kind of stuff you're right right indeed mm-hmm. next up nvidia's geforce now is losing xbox game studios and warner bros games huh. <sighs> so uh, the, nvidia's geforce now for the past I don't know, six or seven times it's been in the news. It's always been like, well, it's losing more games. Yep. It's losing more games. And it's losing more games. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> so that stinks. Yeah. What is interesting here is that we hadn't heard of GeForce Now losing like another studio in a while. It's been a while. Yeah. So it is weird that now they are pulling out. Like, at least the other times they had the, the excuse that they, like, NVIDIA thought that the contract says, said one thing, and then the developers said it said another thing. And so that's yeah. the, the excuse they had before, but now this far out, it's weird that they're pulling out. It is strange. I, I, I don't know how long it's been off the top of my head. I wonder if it was like a six month contract or a th- three month trial I don't, know. Mm, I, don't know. I don't know whatever last but not least Microsoft has trademarked a new Series X logo have you seen this thing yeah what do you think of it it's okay 
it's not what I expected for... I mean, well... So it, it's not it's not a new Xbox logo. No. It's for the Series X specifically and like Series X branded stuff. Um Yeah. And I mean just the fact that it's named Series X yeah. sounds like there will be multiples down the road of like this is also in our Series X line. Right? Yeah, I mean the only interesting thing for me here is that having a Series X logo kind of adds more to the rumors that there is going to be other series. Like right. right now, everyone has been talking about a Series S. Yeah. So having a Series X specific logo, it kind of adds to that. Yeah. It's it's a very simple logo. Uh, it's very industrial and just matter of fact. Series X. That's it. Yeah. You know, it's not some like fancy... Uh, monster logo that looks like it's scratching th- through the thing. It's just plain black and white. This is the bare bones of what the logo will look like. I'm sure once it's actually on products, they might treat it in some way. Somehow. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Well. we'll see. But New logo for Series X. There you go. Good stuff. Uh, that is about all we have this week ignacio mm-hmm. what are you looking forward to this week are you still are, are you you think you'll have final fantasy 7 done by uh, saturday maybe especially because now i from now until saturday i have all my nights like i don't have to wake up early the following day so nice. i don't know maybe okay yeah Maybe. Good stuff. You're you're near you're nearing the end. So oh, no. I will say. I don't want this game to end. <laughs> I love it so it's much. It's good. Uh, let's see. I'm I'm hoping to finally beat Bloodroots. Uh, but I I I guess the thing that I'm honestly looking forward to mm-hmm. is what I will do after that because I don't know. Yeah. That. Maybe I will finally pick up Resident Evil Two Remake. Oh yeah. You should, because we talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. Like maybe I should and just pl- play that, and then I can buy Resident Evil Three Remake. Yeah, like for that sure. One, and play it wasn't two. remake two. The big scared cat. Well, now yeah, who knows? From now until, well, now that it got announced June for The Last of Us, you have all of May, probably yeah. empty. Yeah, May and like the first two weeks of June, so a month and a half Mm -hmm. to play some stuff. That's good. That's what I'll be up to this week. Uh, Ignacio, where can they find you on the internet? They can find me on Twitter at Ignacio Rojas B. That's I-G-N-A-C-I-O-R-O-J-S-B. That's my name. You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you'd like to stay up to date with our podcast or any of the shows that we do, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Uh, I mentioned our Patreon, our website, all that stuff. So go like, share, subscribe. Uh, that would help us out a ton. Uh, don't forget, we have a merch store, thewhatnots.com slash store. Uh, and you guys can pick up some, some stuff over that way. 
what else do I want to mention? Next week, we might have some guests if everything goes according to plan. Uh, things seem to be pretty set in stone right now, so be excited. Uh, and uh, I believe that's all. That's all the housekeeping stuff that I need to do at the end here. So mm -hmm. with that, thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. Uh, this has been episode 23 of Crossplay. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.